Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the How to Make Maple Syrup podcast. I'm your host, Richard Tomlinson. I'm glad you came. And today we're going to be talking about an important topic. Does tapping a tree harm it? Can you damage the tree by sucking out all of its sap? That's a great question, and we're going to try to answer that today. Cue the intro music. So sometimes I get the question, does tapping the tree harm it? In order to produce maple syrup, we need to extract sap, maple sap, from maple trees. And the way we do that is by drilling a hole into the tree, tapping in a spile, and then collecting the sap that's produced there. One distinction I want to make is that the method that most home producers are using is the gravity method, meaning that the spile is in the tree and the sap simply drips out of that spile due to gravity. It's it's being collected in a sap collection bucket or jug or some other collection vessel and the main mechanism used to collect that sap is gravity. This is contrasted with some of the very large maple syrup producers, the commercial operations, where they're actually using a suction system. The sap is sucked right out of the tree. The difference between these two methods is actually pretty substantial in the amount of sap that can be collected. With a gravity-based system, you're at about 0.2 gallons of syrup equivalent per tree. When you're using a suction method, Now you're up in the order of 0.4 or 0.6 gallons, so two to three times more sap is extracted from the tree when you're using a vacuum method as opposed to the gravity method. So that's an important distinction to make, the difference between the gravity method and the vacuum method. And for the vast majority of us home producers, we're using the gravity method, and that is extracting significantly less sap from the tree than some of these newer suction vacuum-based methods. So why is that important? A lot of the research that was originally done on this was done prior to the newer method. So a lot of the guidelines and rules of thumb and studies that were done showing the effects on the maple tree were done assuming that the gravity method was used. So recently, in fairly recent times, there have been another set of studies that are looking at the effects of suction vacuum-based collection methods to see what is the effect there. So for purposes of this podcast, I'm going to talk mainly about the gravity method, but be aware that there is that there are certain methods that are extracting significantly more sap from the trees, and these are vacuum-based methods. So there's two ways that the tree is impacted by tapping. The first one is that when you drill that hole, you're actually removing wood pulp. You're removing material from the tree itself. And the tree, once that spile is removed, has to repair that hole. So it has to grow new material in order to plug that hole. That takes some amount of effort on the tree's part in order to replace that missing pulp, that missing wood. So that's one effect on the tree is plugging that hole, generating more wood content in order to plug that hole. And then the other part, of course, is the fact that tapping removes that sugar. It removes that sap from the tree that it was going to use in its growth mechanisms. And so removing carbohydrates from the tree. How is that affecting the tree as well? It turns out that the part that has the main impact on the tree is actually that wood removal, not the sap removal. So that's kind of an important distinction to make. And that's why I recommend that you use the smallest size spiles that you can get away with. And I recommend a 5 16th inch spile. You can buy these types of spiles from farm supply stores. I bought some off of Amazon. But the point is that you want to use a small diameter spile. 5 16th inch is a good 
diameter to use because it has a minimal impact on the tree. In the old days, the size of the spiles used to be quite a bit larger, about 7 sixteenths inch or larger, maybe even half an inch. That removes more of that wood from the tree and can take the tree longer to heal. It can take on the order of a couple of years to heal. Whereas if you're using a 5 sixteenths inch spile, it only takes about one year to fully plug that hole. And so the tree is in a much better position. Hi everyone, this is Richard Tomlinson. Every once in a while I get the question, what equipment do you use for the maple syrup tapping, boiling, and bottling that you do? And so I set up a page on the website for that. Visit practicalmechanic.com slash maple syrup resources. And now, back to the show. When looking at whether maple trees are harmed by being tapped, another thing that's important to look at is just some of the history of these trees being tapped over the years. So there are some trees that have been tapped for over 100 years which I just find incredible. Every year for 100 years, the same trees have been tapped and are still doing fine. So that's a good data point. I've read some comments online asking, you know, after you tap a tree, does it die? No, certainly not. The tree doesn't die. The tree can continue to produce sap and continue to be tapped for many, many years to come and remain healthy all throughout that. Another data point to look at is that maple trees generally produce a lot more sap than they actually need. And you can see this a lot of times if you're walking around in the spring and you see a maple tree, it'll be leaking sap from various spots on its branches. If you see a wet spot on a maple tree, it's often that there's some point on the surface of that tree where the pressure inside has grown so great that the sap is literally just leaking out of the tree. So that's a fairly common occurrence. So the fact that you're tapping a tree and collecting some of that sap has a minimal effect on the growth rate of that tree because it's already producing more sap than it actually needs in order to survive and to grow in a healthy way. There have been a number of studies that have been done checking the sap production of trees that are tapped versus those that are not, and then mapping out their growth rate over the years and seeing which trees grow faster. And for the gravity feed methods of sap collection, there's really no appreciable difference in the growth rate of trees that are tapped versus those that are not. So again, that just points to the fact that tapping a tree is not going to be harming it. One caveat here is that tapping a tree doesn't harm it as long as proper collection methods are used. And so what are those proper methods? So a couple of things I want to touch on briefly are the way that you're drilling the hole in the tree. You don't want to go more than about two inches, two and a half inches maximum into the tree. And that's because once you get past that outer layer, you're, you're getting into the heart of the tree. And that can actually start to cause more damage to the tree than just that surface drilling that's normally done for sap collection. So make sure you're not going more than about two or two and a half inches into the tree, and then the tree will be in a much better position. The other thing that's important to mention is that once the tapping season is done, and usually it lasts, you know, two to four, maybe five weeks, depending on that temperature variation cycle from day to night, freezing thawing cycle. But once that tapping season is done, go ahead and remove those taps right away so that the tree can start healing up that hole. The interesting thing is that the tree will seal that hole within one or two weeks. And after about two weeks, that hole will stop producing sap because it's starting to heal up. And within a year, that hole, if you'll go back and look at your tree, that hole will have completely filled up with a plug of new wood material, of new pulp. So that tree heals up within a year if you're using very small spiles. So the first thing, don't drill too deep, not more than about two, two and a half inches. Number two, use spiles that are smaller in diameter. Five sixteenths inch is a good diameter spile. 
And then thirdly, and you're probably already doing this, use the gravity feed method as opposed to a vacuum or suction method. That's not to say that these vacuum methods can't be done in a way that is healthy and safe for the tree, but those require a lot more thought and effort and forethought going into how you're going to be setting up your operation in order to prolong the health of the tree and keep that healthy as long as possible. So here are some guidelines for the proper methods of tapping a maple tree. Only put taps in trees that are larger than about 10 to 12 inches in diameter. If you have a maple tree that's smaller than that, resist the temptation. Don't tap that tree. Give it a little more time to grow to a diameter where it's ready to begin tapping and to begin the sap extraction process. After about 10 or 12 inches, you can add another tap for every 5 to 6 additional inches in diameter. So if you have a 12 inch diameter tree, one tap. If you have an 18 inch diameter tree, you could put two taps in that and it goes up as the tree gets larger. Now there is kind of a limit. After about four taps, you wanna stop and you wanna not put any more taps in that tree. So stop at about four taps at the maximum. If you follow this guideline, you really don't need to worry about over tapping the tree. Secondly, don't reuse the holes from year to year. After you've tapped a tree and you've drilled a hole in that tree and you're ready to tap for the next year, go ahead and move over several inches three to six inches horizontally from that initial hole. The reason for that is once you've drilled a hole and it's healed over, it creates a little bit of what, what you might think of as like scar tissue inside the tree where that initial tap was. So you want to move over horizontally because sap won't be flowing as freely. So you want to move over three to six inches from previous years in order to redo the tapping. Thirdly, use a 5 16 inch drill bit or a smaller so the tree can heal up faster. Don't use some of the larger drill bits. 7 16 inch was popular back in the day. I'd move away from that. It's going to help your tree heal up faster if you can use that smaller drill size. I really like those 5 16 inch taps. Again, you can get those from a farm supply store. I'll put a link in the description to the supplies that I use. The other thing is that you want to drill the hole again about 1.5 to 2 inches deep and no deeper. If you go deeper than about 2.5 inches, you can start to damage that inner core of the tree. and You don't want to do that. So try to limit the depth that you go into 2 to 2.5 two inches. When you're tapping in the spile, just go ahead and tap that in lightly to create a good seal. You don't want to be pounding that spile in so hard that it's starting to damage the wood on either side. Again, you're just trying to create a nice seal, so tap that spile in lightly. I use a rubber mallet for that. Works really well. You just don't want the sap to be leaking around that spile. So in summary, if someone asks you, does tapping that maple tree harm it? The answer is no. When you tap a tree, it simply produces more sap. And that's it for today's episode. I hope this has been helpful to everyone. If it has, please leave a rating in the Apple Podcasts store or wherever you get your podcasts. It'll help get the word out, and I really appreciate that. Take care and have a great day. This episode of the How to Make Maple Syrup Prod... <coughs> 